Hello, I'm Roger Baker, director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by RAIN Worldview, the premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Subscribe today at rainworldview.com. Welcome to RAIN's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for joining us. Nigerian presidential elections are in early 2023, but its presidential primaries recently ended. RAIN's Sub-Sahara Africa analyst, Clara Brackbill, recently wrote on RAIN Worldview that the path toward the presidential election will not be smooth. Luckily, Clara's here now to discuss how primary results will affect Nigeria's political, social, and security situations. Welcome to the podcast, Clara. Hi, Emily. Thanks for having me. So, Clara, what exactly happened in these primaries? So, Nigeria has two major political parties. There's the ruling party, which is the African, I'm sorry, the All Progressives Congress. And then there's the People's Democratic Party, the PDP. Uh, and so both parties held primaries in the last week. Um, the, the ruling party, the APC's primaries actually concluded today, um, June 8th. And Bola Tinubu um, emerged as the APC nominee. Um, Tinubu is the former governor of, of Lagos and uh, a, a longtime political kingmaker in Nigeria. So he has quite a bit of influence throughout the country, uh, particularly in the in the southwest. Um, so voting uh, concluded uh, early early this morning, but uh, vote counting then finished um, later in the afternoon on on June eighth. So then before that, last week uh, the PDP, the the primary opposition party in Nigeria, concluded their primaries, and they nominated Atiku Abubakar, uh, who received. Uh, quite quite a number of votes compared to, to his nearest competition, and uh, Abubakar actually was vice president um, in in the early two thousands and um, and is from uh, Adamawa State in the northwest. So we have a, a geographic distribution here uh, that's quite interesting. So what did Tanubu and Atiku's nominations mean for the election? Yeah, good question. So. When I I just mentioned the the geographical distribution there, and um, Nigeria has a historical practice of rotational zoning, so that means that uh, the presidency, at least since 1999, is supposed to rotate between Nigeria's six districts, and that's to ensure, um, or at least attempt to ensure, fair distribution of power and resources among. Nigeria's various ethnic, religious, and and geographic groupings. So current president Buhari uh, is from northwest Nigeria, Katsina State. And so that would mean that the next president, if if we adhere to the zoning practice, should be from the southeast, um, or at, at the very least from the, the three regions in the south. Now, as I just mentioned, Tinubu, the the ruling party's candidate, is from the southwest. So that would um, at least partially satisfy those zoning requirements. Whereas Atiku, the the opposition party's candidate, is from the north. Um, So if if Atiku wins the presidency, that would effectively break um, the historical practice of zoning. So this is going to lead to, um, if not, uh, you know, 
extremely disputed and highly contentious elections, which I, I think is uh, highly likely, um, at least strong debate among Nigerians about about what uh, zoning means and how it should be applied um, as we head into the, the February electoral season. Should that happen? Are we looking at unrest? Nigeria is one of those places where um, unrest is extremely common in a regular year, not to not to mention a, an electoral year. Um, so yes, very likely. And also, it's important to mention um, that you know the the economic climate right now is particularly conducive to unrest, meaning um, high fuel prices, uh, fuel subsidies in Nigeria are a hot button issue, and and those look like they're going to continue through the end of Buhari's term. But fuel shortages, um, in addition to uh, high commodity prices such as uh, you know food, basic basic everyday goods, are through the roof right now. So that that lays the groundwork for unrest. And as we head into, um, as the competition heats up between Tanubu and, and Atiku, and as both candidates announce their vice presidents and cabinet selections, um, there are several, several kind of flashpoints to watch for in terms of what the future of, of Nigerian politics will look like. One of those is how much the candidates' platforms and ideologies actually matter. Uh, we we know that corruption is endemic in, in Nigerian politics and the extent to which candidates can buy votes or build alliances based on promises for greater resources or state contracts uh, will likely have some impact on the February polls. It's just a matter of how much impact. Another area we can we can look to is uh, how candidates propose to address the the ongoing insurgency, particularly in the Northeast. So Atiku, who's from Adamawa State, uh, can be expected to funnel greater resources to counterinsurgency operations uh, against the local contingent of the Islamic State. Um, but Tanubu's strategy for dealing with insecurity remains more of a question. Um, and then there's also there's also an open question about representation for the south south and the southeast regions. As I mentioned at the top, the the southeast, um, if we if we stuck to zoning um, in uh, in its entirety, the southeast would be the one to get the presidency next. But as it appears that that's not happening, um, do we then see more violence and militancy coming out of the south south and southeast? Uh, in the lead up to the election. So, you know, there are a lot of moving parts here and and it's at this point too far out to assess each candidate's odds of, of winning the presidency, but um, we can expect the electoral season to be highly volatile. Clara Backbill is a Sub-Sahara Africa analyst with RAIN. Thank you so much, Clara. Thank you. You can read her geopolitical guidance in Rain Worldview. Right now, there's an extremely low subscription rate. Check it out at rainworldview.com. That's R-A-N-E worldview.com. I'm Emily Donahue, and thank you for listening.